It's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We're live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from nonstop hip hop and uh, Q1075 with all the hits. This is at Flynn Broadcasting. This is MSO. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito, joined alongside S. Always, Mr. Sweet T, Marcus Hunter. Hunter boys in the building. And on the other side of the glass, the sleeves of Memphis Johnny Radio. Hola. <laughs> CJ Hurtlocker not with us. He is live at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium for the Memphis Tiger football game. And if something crazy happens uh, there, he will check in with us. You can follow him on Twitter at CHurtJ09 for some live tweets to that game. That's where you that's on some channel today. Watch ESPN dot com on comcast channel 30 but uh we are on here right now and we've got a action-packed two hours of radio coming your way uh at 12 30 today i'm going to give out the first annual memphis madness awards last night was memphis madness at federal express forum and some great uh, entertainment. I thought it was it was a pretty fun event last night at the Forum, despite what some people are are, are saying. And I've got some awards. We're gonna give out uh, awards for best moment, uh, best uh, dancer, funniest moment, all that type of stuff. Break down Memphis uh, Madness by giving out uh, some awards. The Memphis Madness Awards. Maybe we should call them the Maddies. What do you think, Johnny? Say that again. The Maddies. The Memphis I like Madness it. Awards. The Maddies. You know, speaking of Maddie, Maddie Mock today is gonna throw all over the Gators. Oh, there we go. Leave it to Johnny Radio to spin something into a reference. Like, everything I could say, you could probably re- turn into some college football player reference, right? I think that's probably possible. I'm probably... I'm not saying you yeah, in particular, but... Uh, big day today, the third Saturday in October! Big day! Third Saturday in October. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a big day. The, it's kind of cold outside. That You know, this is the cold... I think this is the coldest Chilly. year of the fall so far. Yeah, I mean, what they call this day of right. fall. It is, I, I do believe so. It is it's pretty chilly out uh, for for today. And I'm walking around here with a t-shirt on. Um, also, uh, also scheduled to join us, Dustin Starr. He joins us the third Saturday of every month. He will be with us to talk about Monday Night Raw, which is in Memphis on Monday night. So he'll tell us what we need to know if we're planning on uh, going uh, to Raw or just watching it on Monday, catching us up with what's been happening with pro wrestling. Who's the champ? Who's good? Who's bad? What's happening with that? And also, I'm going to go after him about Memphis football because we had a little Twitter argument a couple weeks ago following our MSL outing where he ripped Memphis football. He was cutting a promo on Memphis football on Twitter, and I'm going to call him out for that, and we'll try to figure out, try to get into Dustin Starr's mind because... I, That's a dark place. Because you know, he's a wrestler. You know, and these wrestlers, you get hit on the head with these steel chairs a lot, and then you you, you take everything uh, a lot more personal than you probably should, and, and he's a wrestler, so he was cutting a promo on Memphis football, and now I'm afraid he's probably going to bang this chair over my head uh, when he gets in here, but we'll find out. Uh, I will defend Memphis football uh, against uh, Dustin Starr's crazy theories. You know what, though? I think we should do a three-on-one Marcus, me, and you against Dustin Starr match. Oh, we would win that. That, that handicap match would be easy easy to figure out. Maria Gray is going to join us to talk about some uh, college football gossip as well. Hang up and listen at noon where you can get your phone calls in. And I've heard some rumors, Johnny. Uh-oh. I heard a rumor that Justin Timberlake or Drake may appear on today's show. No. Get out it's of a, town. It's a rumor. I don't know if it's going to happen. Dude, I, I was on 38 I really, Special. I really <laughs> believe that room. You know, you know, Cerrito was hanging out with Drake all weekend, so I kind of believe that. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Drake. <laughs> I think it's going to be Drake. Justin Timberlake or Drake. Or maybe we'll have just uh, turn the lights off and shine a flashlight around. I don't know. Something is going to happen. What are they called, by the way? The Illuminators? The Illuminators. The Illuminators. The best thing. The Illuminators. The best thing about it is, so if you're out last night after Memphis Madness, you're talking to folks at a bar, and you'd be like, or wherever. I went to the Green Beetle afterwards, where I host trivia every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. This week is 2000s movie trivia. All questions about movies from 2000 till today. That is the, smoothest, that's the smoothest plug I've 
That was good. Smooth, yeah. So I was hanging out at the Green Beetle, and you can talk. You're talking about you're talking to people about Memphis Madness, and you'd be like, "Ooh, the Illuminators! I, th- I thought they were pretty good." And some people could overhear you, like at the next table, they thought we were talking about the Lumineers, who were just in town. Um, you know, the the band, the Lumineers. Oh, hey, you know, we're, we're my the, sweetheart. Whatever they thought we were talking about that show, and they're like, "Yeah, that was great, man. I was, I wanted to go out to Mud Island to see that," and we we're like. So I just played it off, like, okay, sure. Were the we Illuminators were better than the Jabberwockies? Because uh, the Grizzlies the Jabber- had, yeah, they had the, the, Grizzlies Jabber- had the Jabberwockies. I like the Illuminators. I liked them. Because I wasn't there, but I, I was there for the yeah. Jabberwockies, but I've heard great things about the Illuminators. Hold on. Did, what did you just say? A Jabberwockie? The Jabberwockies. What is that? Uh, they're a dance group, um, and they performed uh, opening night for the Grizzlies one year. They were they were pretty big two or three years ago. Hey, did they do the? <laughs> hey, what's the butt move? What's it called? Tur- Twer- twerking? Twer- were they twerking? Uh, no, they were not twerking. They were doing. I, I can't really explain the kind of dance style that they do. It's uh, you know almost crumping, but not really. It's a it's really crumping um, like a yeah crumping is when you like move your body very forcefully in rhythm. That's Man, I learned all crumping. kinds of stuff. I know now what twerking and crumping is. Yeah, you should have known. I'm a P. Oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> you should watch that um that um two chains and um uh Robin Thicke's son uh, yeah Robin Thicke's uh, video, <laughs> the two chain and Robin Thicke song video. Then you'll you'll learn a lot from that one. Right. You and then and then you'll fall in love with the uh, the uh, Alabama A and M um band. Two chain and who? Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke, yeah. Mr. Seaver's son from Growing Pains. By the way, you know, um, and, and, and I texted Kevin about this earlier this week. Whenever Kevin Cerrito mentions uh, Quincy Pondexter Coupon, he always says, cut it out. But we have that audio clip. Johnny doesn't play it as much as our former producer. You know. you know, I don't even know if you even told me that you had it. But we, but, but, but we have the cut it out. I had no idea where that came from until earlier this week because my daughter has fallen in love with Full House. She, she watches Full House all the time. Uh, my, my sister got her into it. It's Joey Gladstone, one of his catchphrases. And I did not know that because I didn't cut really watch Full out. House. We think they should play that every time it Coupon out. makes a, a free throw. I like it. Uh, cut it out. Yeah, give it to us. Yeah, that was music with that it. That was a mixture of a lot of things. Hold on, I think I did have an expletive song going. Yeah, yeah, you do. You might want to. What's going on over the other side of the glass? <laughs> so now you know what cut it out is. I'm glad you. I'm glad you cut it out. There we go. There you go. Yeah, yeah and you know now I'm I'm, I'm starting and, and I've learned this that um, apparently um, one of the reasons um, the show was big amongst women because all the women were in love with Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey, uh, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Uncle Jesse, you know? Which one's he? I thought that... In Stamos! Uncle- Stamos, yeah. Uh, see, you gotta go Stamos on yeah, the l- Yeah, the ladies love Uncle Jesse. But, so does that mean the ladies are like Coupon? <laughs> he just... Cut it out. There we go. The Coupon <laughs> sounder. All right, we have an action back show. I've done let, it doing let, too hey, much over that today. Let, that's it for Full House Talk for the, this week, but uh, let's do the starting five. <laughs> you gotta get Johnny three computers over there. I, I got know, three. I three need more. Four. Need three we, more. We overwork the computers on Saturday sometimes. This, this is the starting five of the five most interesting, important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid South over the past seven days. Number one is Memphis Madness. All the rumors. What about Memphis Madness? All oh. the rumors. Of course, we got our Memphis Madness Awards, the Maddies Awards, coming up at twelve thirty where I will award all types of uh, different awards from last night's open practice. But some highlights, uh, some big stories coming out. It was the debut of the new court last night, the new Memphis court. Mm -hmm. And it looks spectacular, I think, in person. Uh Uh, A couple things. Obviously, there was was speculation on where the Toyota logo was going to go because there was always a Toyota logo on the Memphis court for Mm -hmm. years and years. And it's on there. Toyota logo is on just the skyline. I don't know if that placement's very good. But the thing that got me that I thought was interesting uh, of the court was the big registered trademark circle. You know, if you register a trademark, Marcus, uh-huh. and he's got the R with a circle around it? Yes. Like, the registered trademark circle on is on the court. Oh, wow. And so it's, like, larger than a foot, probably, like, two feet, I would guess. I didn't get to get that close. But it's it's a pretty large registered trademark logo that does not need to be on the court. Yeah. Because it's not a it's not a something that can be like duplicated or whatever. You don't put your registered trademark 
on stuff. Like we've got uh, Tennessee, South Carolina underway right now on television. They've got the big P in the middle of the field, but there's not a registered trademark under the Tennessee logo. Is there anywhere? Is there anything that can be done about that? I'm assuming they could get rid of it somehow. Uh, it can have be to there, have it. It can be removed or painted over. I wouldn't. It wasn't there before. Yeah. Uh, if you go, we've got uh, if Memphis Sport on Facebook. We did post a picture of the new court. I don't think you can see the registered trademark on there. Uh, it was CJ's picture from last night. But uh, I don't know. It's just a little thing. It's a little thing. We'll see if they if they change that as we get closer. But you don't have to. It wasn't there before. You don't you don't see stuff with like the registered trademark. Um, on them in that type of capacity if you're authorized to use the logo you not putting the registered trademark on the court so I, hopefully they can get that fixed because I think that kind of looks dumb uh, besides that I like the new court the news um, whole uh, whatever you call it um, attendance policy thing that they got where you had to get the tickets pick up the tickets and everything I think that went pretty smoothly uh, they still had the excitement of people lining out uh, out front of it and trying to get to their seats it may have gone smoother uh, than it could have. So I think that the new ticketing policy went pretty well. And, of course, the big story was the, 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 pre, the pre-event hype of who the musical guest was. I don't know why somebody didn't come out. Why wasn't there Josh Pastner on the radio or TV this week to downplay that mystery hype? Because you don't say you got a mystery guest. They, they can't live up to that. Because if they didn't have the mystery guest hype, if you said we're going to have this awesome light show and we're going to have uh, Jimmy Jameson perform, the, the Memphian perform his hit song Survivor live, I think those two things together is pretty pretty, pretty good, awesome. Inter- pretty good entertainment. Yeah. Uh, you have a celebrity star playing something that really has an you know emotional attachment to the university and the city and plus you got a pretty cool show but if you think you're going to have Drake or Justin Timberlake perform and that's what you get it's disappointing but wasn't this so timely with Drake being in town this week but he had a concert last night yeah. in and JT was so on the uh, commercial appeal yesterday just Justin has been in town for weeks and weeks um that's true but again, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Johnny, on your program, Hard Bastion, which airs every week before ours at 10 a.m. on Sports 56. Do you know we got three SOBs before that? Oh, there's that new show premiere today. How did that go? Man, the three SOBs just like us. <laughs> Not bad. Three SOBs. Uh, that's also at 9 o'clock. That's at 9 and Johnny and us. But the... Uh, I've lost... You've been here with all of our plugs. I've, I've lost track on what we were talking about. But... Um, but Memphis, the, the hype on, on Justin Timberlake, like he wouldn't want to come into the building. He wouldn't want to be the center of attention, among, especially amongst a non-ticketed crowd, like where he could get rowdy. Um, it's just, not, and, and I understand that, and I respect that. He's been to a n- numerous Grizzlies games in the past, and he did have that, and he usually sits in the box, in the corner, away from people, and they don't even put him on the video screen, saying they don't even like show that Justin Timberlake is there usually, because uh, he just wants to be a normal guy at the game, and and FedEx Forum respects that, and, and but the fans don't necessarily, and the media won't either, and, and rightfully so, because if Justin Timberlake's there, it's a big story. So he knows that, and I, I would assume that he would not want to be there in the center of attention at Memphis Madness, but Justin Timberlake should record a video. Why would They should have, especially with all the Justin Timberlake hype that was going on, and him being in town, and we know he's practicing at the Lander Center. Come out and kill that sucker. That would have been an all awesome they had to do, place to, do a, to shoot a video. He just needed, they just needed to get a video of him. Uh, say, Justin, can we get you for 10 seconds? You love the Tigers. Just say, hey, Memphis, uh, it's going to be a great season. Josh Pastner's cool, yada, yada, yada. You know, 10 seconds. Of him, and you play that on the video screen because they had a video of Rick Ross, uh, they had a video of Yo Gotti on the video screen because um, neither one of them could be there, but they they both uh, you know wanted to say something and be a part of the event, and they could have got I think they could have got Justin Timberlake, so I think that's where the fail is. I don't think Justin Timberlake's ever going to perform at Memphis Madness, but I do think. Uh, they could have got him to say something, especially with him. He's been in town for two and a half weeks, and they could have asked him uh, to do that at any point. I mean, and he, and he probably would have agreed to. The dude was shouting out Josh Pastner a happy birthday a couple weeks ago on Twitter. I mean, you're right. He probably would have done that. And you would think, especially considering uh, right down the road, uh, Ole Miss, um, right before every football game, they have a celebrity on the Jumbotron um, saying, uh, you know, whatever it is that the, they, they yell down there. And, um, <clears throat> and, I mean, they've had guys like Snoop Dogg doing it and you know if you can get Snoop to put on an Ole Miss jersey and say what time is it or whatever they say 
um, then I'm pretty sure that uh, you know you can get a hometown guy like Justin Timberlake to record something. Well, even so they, right. they get, probably should have just they could have asked him, and they could have tried that with with Drake too. It would have been yeah. easier with Justin because Justin's a well documented Memphis Tiger fan. You know, he's gonna go when he hosts the ESPYS. He's he's decked out when he's hosting SNL. He's wearing yeah. Tiger stuff. Uh, but Drake's father's from he he lives in Memphis. Yeah, I know. So, so, so Drake I, has Memphis either one of them. That, but definitely, I thought it would it would probably be pretty easy to get Justin. They should have got a Justin involved with that. But otherwise, it was a good show. We'll break down. The actual moments of it a little bit later on um, with with some Memphis Madness Award. Master P would have did it. The the Maddies is what we're calling. It. I like that. I tried to like lower a little bit of expectations. I kept telling everybody I started a rumor thirty eight special was going to be there. Right. So I thought that would lower them, but it didn't work. I like Jimmy Jameson. And uh, I mean, fun fact is a true fun fact. The song "Eye of the Tiger" was the number one song in America. Get out of town. The week that I was born. For real? Right. So I'm being born like everybody on the radio. You are the eye of the tiger. Yeah. So that's that's also how old it is. And so if you calculate it all together, you got eye of the tiger last night, 31 years after uh, it was number one in the country. Uh, we're looking at around 2043, 2044, Marcus. Mm-hmm. That's when Katy Perry will be here performing Roar okay. at Memphis Madness. So get your tickets now. Go pick them up at Ashley Furniture. No, I'm just kidding yeah, about that. But the, uh, the tickets for Memphis Memphis Madness in 2043 or 2044, sometime around there, we will be seeing Katy Perry perform Roar there. I will say this. I'm a big fan Won't of that be awesome? Of the Roar Is that video. not going to be awesome to it see w- Katy Perry at Memphis Madness it will in be 2043? Awesome. I mean, she's not going to look the same. <laughs> she's not gonna still. Well, she's not gonna still be hot. What's her song about her body? An alien or something? Et is the name of the song. Is that, is that, is that what it is? I think. Yeah, yeah, man, that body ain't gonna. But look she's the gonna same. play. She's gonna play. She's gonna do <laughs> roar. Uh, fun, fun night at Memphis Madness. We'll have, we'll talk more about it. We'll get your thoughts on it too. Jordan, hang up and listen at noon. Let's keep moving. Number two in the starting five. It's Ole Miss versus LSU today, right here on Sports Fifty Six and eighty-seven Seven FM. A little bit later on. Um, big game. Big game for Ole Miss, and again, another winnable game for Ole Miss. Last week, awesome game. Was that game better than... That game was awesome. Was that game better than the the Georgia uh, game from... Georgia-LSU game earlier this year? That's our reigning game of the year. Uh, Was Georgia versus LSU. Do you think A&M Ole Miss last week, it was high scoring, went down to the final seconds... From a local perspective, I'm putting that in there as my. Fa- I'm putting it as my favorite game of the year so far. From it's my personal favorite game of the year. I honestly don't think that that game was even better than the Ole Miss Vanderbilt game. You didn't think so? I don't think. I, mean, I thought so. The idea it was a good football game. Look the at drama me of it, it was is, a lot of drama. The drama yeah. of Johnny being uh, being hurt or not. Uh, I absolutely think it was better than than the Ole, the Ole Miss. Well, I just think the Ole Miss Vandy game just had such an awesome finish. True, and but and you didn't. And, and again. It was kicking off the the season. Yeah, that added to some of that. So that A and M game was, but we knocked that good. off with the Georgia, the Georgia LSU game. Knocked that one off. Mm-hmm. That high scoring epic uh, matinee. True. I mean, you had Bo Wallace and you had Barry Brunetti uh, playing extremely well. I mean, you had Johnny Football being Johnny Football. You had Bo Wallace uh, acting like he was Johnny Football at times out there on the field, and you had a crowd that was in, into the game inside and outside at the Grove. And you also had some fans who didn't care who won the game, long as they were drinking. But um, it was a it was a great football game to watch. I'm pretty sure it was also an awesome football game um, to be at. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, locally, you know, with the local interest, I would say that that game would trump the the uh, Georgia LSU game uh, because it's more local local interest. And uh, just uh, like you said, that drama of Johnny football, is he hurt? Isn't he hurt? Um, and then there was also drama between the Ole Miss quarterbacks because Brunetti was playing so well. Were they going to play Bo Wallace or just keep Brunetti in there? Then Bo Wallace came in and he played well also. So you just had so many uh, you know different elements to that football game that yeah. made it a really good football game. It, it- and, again, and, and, and take the local stuff out. I just thought it, it was a big story. Now, most every game that Johnny Football is in has got some national attention yeah. uh, surrounding it. But, okay, big game for Ole Miss today. And, and what is it, such a unique uh, spot of their schedule? Just the idea that, counting last week, they're not leaving Mississippi for the rest of the season is absurd. Like, they played Texas A&M last week. They're playing LSU at home. Every other game is going to be played in Oxford and up until the Egg Bowl. Like these guys, the Ole Miss is not leaving the state of Mississippi. 
for the rest of the season, and you're at, and that was like the second week of October last week. Did so you expect- they're going to be able to turn around. Ole Miss is going to go to a bowl game, but today can decide whether or not how good that bowl game is going to be. Well, I, I mean, I mean, at this point, can you definitively say they're going to go to a bowl game? I mean, at this point, did you expect them to be one and three in SEC play? Yeah, well, yeah, because this was the you stretch. You expected them to be one and three in SEC play. This was the stretch, Marcus. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I expected them. To, you, we expect them to an Auburn game. We said you, you we said they needed they had to win one of these, and they should try, should try to win two. Yeah. And so the big pressure on today to win that one. If they're, uh, I expected them to win one of the four. LSU's good. Of the, man. Of, LSU's of the, much better. Alabama, than L- be. Alabama, LSU's A&M. good. But do you not think that this is a perfectly kind of a little bit of a little trap being set today for them Tigers? No, because you could have said the same thing. I mean, there have been several games this year where it should have been a trap game for LSU, and they played well. Yeah, I hear that, but this is the one thing I'm worried about. Everybody's talking about LSU's defense being back. They played Florida last week. Florida is the worst offensive team in the SEC. I don't think their off- their defense is back. I still think their defense is what happened against Georgia. I think Ole Miss should be able to score 35 points on this defense, no problem. I mean, you're probably right because Mississippi State's offense isn't great, and Mississippi State was able to you know just score on them up until the fourth quarter. Man, so. good job. I'm glad you called it as you see it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's the truth. Um, so, I mean, this game, you're right. Ole Miss is going to score, but can Ole Miss stop LSU? All, LSU's offense from scoring because LSU – that's the question. They have an NFL quarterback and NFL they receivers. Do. Their so, receivers, Jarvis Landry. Those dudes are um, phenomenal. Get out of town. Odell Beckham. Those boys are seriously, disgustingly sick. Second best group of receivers in the uh, SEC I outside mean, of uh, Missouri. I mean, when you watch those guys play in, in, in the precise routes that they run, I mean, defensive backs in, in the SEC and college football are just turned around by these guys. And then the ball's in the air. They can just go up and fight for it and get it. These guys are on a, on a whole nother level. And... Ole Miss, they have a lot of young players on their defense. That's why I think the LSU is going to be able to win this game because I just think their offense is going to be too good for that for that young Ole Miss defense. All right, we got to keep moving in the starting five. Number three, the game is going on right now. Memphis versus SMU. Smooth. Uh, SMU scoring in the first minute of the ball game up seven, up seven nothing over the University of Memphis Tigers over there at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Uh, we'll talk some Tiger football with Dustin Starr actually in, in just a moment, and, and we'll keep you abreast of this score as it as it goes on. Uh, moving on, number four, we're gonna look at the uh, in the starting five. The other games in reg- of regional interest today. It is the uh, third Saturday in October, but Tennessee is playing South Carolina. That game's going on right now. Uh, you've got um, Florida State Clemson. Is this the game of interest to everyone? How? How? When was? I mean, two top five teams. I think the winner of this team is uh, this game is going to go into the national championship game uh, today. Clemson and Florida State. So whoever wins this could be so? playing for oh, the national Oregon? championship. These are shaping up badly for the SEC in the, in the national championship situation. As long as Bama doesn't lose, they're all right. As long as they don't lose. No, yeah. as long as they don't don't lose, it'll be all right. And we'll look like I I think Clemson and Florida. I think both of those teams will deserve it. Both of them have been great so far, and it's going to be an awesome clash of two top five teams later on today. But regionally, you also have Texas A&M Auburn uh, happening. Florida Mizzou. Is this when is today the day that Mizzou gets this slap back into no, reality? Son, no son, no son, no. Maddie Mark may be for real. I mean, I their was quarterback not is done, right? Him. Oh yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, I forgot yes. about that. Their quarterback, is Franklin, done. is gone. But yeah, let me tell you, like I said, y'all going to remember this, Maddie. Mock. You're going to like this kid's name. You're going to be like, Matty Mock, Matty Mock. He's going to ball out because the best Mock. wide receivers, like I said, play for Mizzou. They do have some good ones. Very talented guys. They All got right. two NFL. And number five in the starting five, this ball game happened last night, and it was a big one. The University of Central Florida. Yeah. Upsetting the undefeated. Defeated leaders of the American Athletic Conference, Louisville Cardinals there went down. No Smack them boys. Team in the national championship game. Louisville will not be able to hold uh, two different national. Absolutely Charlie Strong, not. where's your defense? <laughs> Okay, so you have to figure out the mathematics. CJ is not here today. I was talking to CJ earlier on the phone, and he was uh, excited about this Louisville upset because he was jumping and saying, okay, so Memphis can now beat Louisville. Do you think that's what it means last night? Because Memphis almost no. beat, Memphis no. almost beat Central Florida. Why can't no. they beat? Why can't they beat Louisville then? No. Why can't they beat Louisville? Is it because it's at Papa John Stadium? They're not going to beat Louisville. Um, why, why can't? Why would you say that? They, they had UCF down to the last seconds, and they lost that game. UCF beat Louisville, so there you go. 
I don't necessarily. I mean, and by that similar logic, UCF beat Penn State uh, earlier this season, so Memphis could beat Penn State if they had Penn State on the schedule. And Penn State beat Michigan, so since UCF beat Penn State, who beat Michigan, Memphis could beat Michigan. <laughs> That's a lot of uh, logic there. Michigan, I think Memphis could beat Michigan. Memphis, Michigan, Memphis could pitiful. beat Michigan. Where think, is CJ, your I team? Think, I think Memphis, <laughs> I, I only see one, maybe two games left on the Tigers' schedule that they're going to win, considering the way they play. Definitely game. Temple, definitely UT Martin. You better, better, better write it up. Yeah, I mean, those, I mean. And USF is allowed. Why not they're, Cincinnati? USF is the, the worst team in the America. No, they're not. South Florida? They're pretty bad. They're, they're bad. They're the Bulls are bad. They're, they're, undefeated. Central Florida. they're undefeated in conference play. Who so? did they beat? Uh, they beat Cincinnati and they Connecticut. Did, they upset Cincinnati. Connecticut's pretty bad. And the teams they lost to, number 15 Miami, Florida Atlantic. Michigan Connecticut, State. where's your coach? I mean, I mean, they lost to Michigan State. I mean, you, Big game for the Tigers today. They need to yeah. beat SMU because they're, win this game. And they need to beat Tennessee Martin at South Florida, Temple, Connecticut. They could end up still realistically winning four more games this year and ending uh, one game Win shy of being bowled. Four more games this year? SMU, Tennessee Martin, Temple, and UConn uh, are all on the schedule plus South Florida. So out of those five, they could win all five of those. They're not going to. So I'm saying four is a more realistic idea. They could still do it. You lose to Louisville and you lose to Cincinnati. Who knows? They they could take Cincinnati down on that Wednesday night at at the Liberty Bowl. I mean, you're right. They probably could. And, you know, the Tigers uh, last year, they ended the season with three straight wins. They're not going to do it this year because Louisville is one of those. They could win with two. But they could end with two straight wins. They could still win four more and that would be five wins on the season. But, uh, okay. They'd be one shy of bowl eligibility. By the time we go off air, we'll probably be into the third quarter of their game today against uh, SMU, and then we'll kind of be able to judge whether or not (laughs) what we think the Tigers are going to do going forward. All right, that does it for the starting five this week. Uh, Remember, coming up at 1230, we'll break down everything for Memphis Madness with the first ever Memphis Madness Awards, the Maddies. That's at 1230. If you want to get in touch with the show, share your thoughts on your favorite parts of Memphis Madness or or whatever, you can uh, text us, 67129. 67129 is the text lines and the TXT there. If you've never texted Sports 56 and 877 FM before, you got to text 56JOIN first. You can tweet us at Memphis Sport. we got personal pages. I'm at Sarita Marcus is at... Marcus underscore Hunter 7. And Johnny Radio, you're at... Johnny underscore Radio. And CJ's not with us today because he's live at the Liberty Bowl live tweeting. So if you want to follow him for some insight to the Memphis game, you can follow him at CHurtJ09. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Cerrito. Uh, Marcus is at HunterBoy2G1. Johnny Radio, you at Johnny underscore... Johnny underscore Radio. Very simple. We are the uh, who's who of Memphis Instagram. And, uh, of course, like Memphis Sport on Facebook. And every week at high noon, we play Hang Up and Listen, where you can get your thoughts and 360-8255. 360-8255. Talk about whatever you want. We'll play that a little bit later on uh, in the program, straight up at high noon. We'll take a quick break right now and be right back. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7. FM. We are the voice of Grizzlies fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. A fan coming. Off and running down Summer Avenue Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. Well, well, well. Memphis Tigers blocking a punt. Welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us part of your weekend. If you're missing Porch on the show, catch our podcast at MemphisSport.com. And hey, we're free on iTunes, so just search for us there. You can find the link at MemphisSport.com to subscribe to this program and never miss a portion of the show. Coming up at 1230, we got the Memphis Madness Awards, first ever Memphis Madness Awards at noon. Hang up and listen. We can get your thoughts in. We're about to be joined by Dustin Starr, who's going to get you up to date, because Raw is in Memphis on Monday, and we need to know what's going on. Uh before we watch it on TV or go you know, buy a ticket and hang out at the Forum. But first, Marcus? Yeah, first, I want to let everybody know that this portion of the show is being brought to you by the Church Health Center Wellness. Kevin, myself, Jenny Radio, CJ, who's down there at the game, we've all been members over there at the Church Health Center uh, for a while. Well, John, Jenny just signed up, but, you know, he's, he's Oh, I went last week. How, how'd it go? How'd you enjoy yourself? Man, it was very, very, uh, let me say, hmm. I got a little workout in, but it was a lot uh, better visually than I expected. <laughs> you know, when I went last week, I was uh, very impressed with uh, some of the visuals as well. Some new visuals in the building. And that means that people are listening to the show and they're checking out Church Health Center because they see how awesome it is. They have everything. Weights, cardio, basketball, strength, training, and 
There are no contracts, and memberships are as low as $15 a month. Located in the heart of Midtown, 1115 Union Avenue. Church Health Center Wellness, a key to a healthier you. Check out their website, www.churchhealthcenter.org, or you can also stop by for a tour today. The Church Health Center Wellness, a gem for the rest of us. A healthier you starts at the Church Health Center Wellness. All right, I'm, I'm gonna need to get, get back at the gym because I'm about to fight Dustin Starr. But he was Dustin Starr too too scared to come in studio. Wow! So he's gonna join us by phone. And then with the, on the third Saturday of every month, Dustin Starr joins us to talk about pro wrestling. What's going on, Dustin? How are you today, sir? Man, Cerrito, you're calling me out on live radio here this morning, especially after that beating I gave you in fantasy football last week. Ooh. I got him this week. <laughs> oh, that's, that'll be an easy win. I have Team Marcus, <laughs> so the streak will continue, but man, you're calling me out. What are you calling me out for? Too scared to come in studio. I'm actually out here at the Dexter Classic. I just watched uh, one of the guys I've been coaching, he, I believe he just won the team division out here at the bodybuilding show. The Dexter Classic, is that in Miami? No, it's in Memphis. It's the Dexter oh. Jackson Classic. Oh, not Dexter Morgan. I think it was, oh, that'd be showtime. And, uh, the, uh, Let's hear it. I know you I guys have all kinds of Memphis Tiger stuff for me. Go ahead, Dustin, beat me up. Dustin Starr's joining us. and Dustin, you join us every week. He's an active pro wrestler. He does some stuff for MemphisSport.com as well. He joins us every every month to talk about wrestling. But we're going to talk about wrestling in just a moment because I want to get into some stuff about Tiger football with you. First, because I just want to pick your brain on what you were thinking. We had a big Memphis sport outing. Uh, everybody had, uh, from MSL was out there. Remember that? That was fun, right, Dustin? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> everybody was, there. was Marcus? Where was Marcus? I was uh, I was in Starkville. Watching mm. Mississippi Man, I was State play for you. LSU. Yeah. yeah, we kept looking for him. He never showed up. Uh, but we had a big outing of that UCF game a couple weeks ago, which which was an unbelievable ball game. Uh, but you what? went on Twitter and started bashing uh, the Memphis well, Tigers. And I, I'll give you right now, just as a chance to explain yourself, what, what are your thoughts after going to the Memphis game? First of all, let me say that I love my city of Memphis. I love the Memphis Tigers. I'm a former season ticket holder. But when you're walking, and I will give, I'll give you this, that I did not show up at Tiger Lane. I was there during the first quarter, left at the third quarter. We had dragon boat races. It was crazy. But just walking up to the Liberty Bowl, it just doesn't seem like anything is permanent there. I mean, from the Tiger prints that are on the street, they, they haven't been painted probably in 20 years to the big Memphis Tiger logo on Liberty Bowl Stadium. It's a big, huge banner. It just seems like it was it's very cheaply operated where you can do it very you could do it much more cosmetically pleasing I'll put it that way because when you go to Oxford and I know Oxford and Memphis it's two different programs SEC and you know whatever but when you go down there everything is beautiful the pregame's beautiful the setup for the radio it's beautiful the flowers the everything the even the uh even the speed limit signs you know the 18 speed limit or whatever or 11 it, it's all it all looks great you know but when you go down to liberty bowl stadium it's just not i mean how much would it cost to repaint the tiger paws on the on the street they do that and that's I a mean, city thing that's a city thing i mean the city well i know i know and i'm not you know pointing the finger at the you know the tigers in per se but i'm just saying the experience when you go down there if you're an outsider looking in and you just show up and go to a game it's my first one in years. That's one of the things that kind of sticks out no, to you. They, they've, re, could, they've repainted those logos. But it could be because it is uh, a facility that is run by the city and not necessarily by the university. The communication the university is, yeah. would uh, take more pride in that facility because yeah. when people come to show up for a game, they understand that the, that the university is being represented. So, uh, you know, it may be, you know that, that, that could be part of the reason. But I do kind of see what Dustin's saying along those lines. If you didn't go to Tiger Lane and if you didn't show up for the beginning of the game – and all the festivities pregame. You didn't go to the game at all, Marcus. Well, but been, at least he showed but up. But I've been to several Tigers well, games, you know, and when you I walk up, it does seem a little. It does seem a little, especially when the game's when, going on. It's kind of. It's, it's, it's never seemed. But when like, is it? What? I mean, once the game is on, people are inside, and if you don't walk yeah, through Tiger that Lane, that doesn't that's, matter, Kevin. That doesn't matter. I mean, if you have a team that's going to lose every single week, even though they're playing hard, 
The field looks great. The end zone looks okay, great. Okay, no, it does the matter. You cannot critique the outside of Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium if, A, you don't walk through Tiger Lane, and, B, you come in the middle of the first quarter. I will walk through Tiger Lane before the season's over with, I promise you. But yeah. it is the overall experience. It's just like going to WWE Raw this Monday in Memphis, Tennessee. When I go down there, I'm going to see Field Street. I'm going to see the FedEx Forum decked out. I'm going to see WWE having their posters and banners and merchandise everywhere. It's going to look really professionally run, and when you go to Liberty Bowl Stadium, I just don't really feel that. And I mean, if you're and I'm and, and coming from Dustin, he's used to Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is on a whole other level. You, you can't because yeah. it's on campus; it's on a whole other level. They have the Grove, so well, you can't compare that because you're comparing Memphis to Ole Miss is like comparing the banks of the Mississippi to the beaches of Hawaii or something. And I, tweeted I that mean, out. it's an unfair you, comparison. You I can't compare the Mississippi River to Hawaii, and you can't you can't be comparing. Uh, Memphis to Ole Miss. Sure, they're both similar things, and they're both of them are beautiful and great in their own way, though. They're they're great. I love going down to the river, and it's awesome to be down at the river and overlooking the Memphis skyline and uh, everything that has to do with the mighty Mississippi. And then you also could enjoy going to the beach. But they're they're two different things, and obviously the beach is going to be the the more beautiful one of all of them if you did a poll. Yeah, but but. You can't. Compare, I mean, the Grove is a is a beautiful place. Okay, and, let's I, back, I don't let's I, compare them to Louisville. I'm trying. Louisville, what should they, they do? The what new should stadium? Louisville had the new stadium. Have you been there? Conferences? No, I have not. Okay, then how do you know that the experience of walking up to to uh, Papa John Stadium in the middle of the first quarter is going to be? Kevin? They don't show people TV? walking up to Papa John Stadium in the middle of the they of the definitely, of the they quarter. They definitely do not show people walking up to Liberty Bowl Stadium. What? Okay. Definitely See, there don't. you go. You're cutting a program, promo on Memphis. You're being a, you're being a Memphis hater. You this. don't know like this. the 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 idea that you're complaining about the atmosphere walking up when the game has been underway uh, for half of a quarter, and you don't no, even no, no, go no, no. through the front door of appearance. the entrance. I'm talking about appearance. But you didn't even go in the front. Think, you didn't even go in the front door. I don't think that uh, that the Tigers should play in Libertyville Stadium. I don't think. That well, they I agree. Should. They should have an on-campus stadium so, where you do walk where you definitely. do walk on campus and you can see the fountain and. All the tiger statues. It would be cool to have and an on-campus stadium, is, and I think that is the biggest but, difference. One, you know, we're, you guys are comparing on-campus stadiums to off-campus stadiums, and you just can't get the same feel from a, a stadium that's not on campus because on-campus is it's an entirely different feel because you will have college kids and alumni who will come back and and wouldn't and don't go into the game but just come back just to be on campus again. So what okay, so you looking at the outside atmosphere which I don't think is fair because A you didn't show up uh before the game and B you didn't go through Tiger Lane. What man, other what other Kevin is hot at me today, isn't he? Mark? I'm just saying like you here. can't I mean, like you're dissing I, the school, man. I'm, you're dissing the university. I I'm no, not dissing I dissing university or dissing the school. I'm da- I, look, I'm a Memphis but, graduate, and I, I, and when I was there, I spent time criticizing the university in the newspaper. I, I'm for criticizing things that that you <laughs> that you love or or whatever. But the, the unfair criticisms are the ones that I I do not like because the idea that there's supposed to be some type of a carnival going on outside uh, in the middle of the game is, no, is preposterous. No, I'm not talking about that. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the way that. I mean, you know, the the banner hanging on the on the front of Liberty Bowl, the the, the Paul Prince they're painting. I, they just I got they just I got tweeted the, out pictures with those, so that way I had something to back it up. They just got a logo on the field during the D'Angelo uh, Williams era. It was it's difficult when you're working on the budget that Memphis is working on and the relationship that they got to do like smaller details on what type of banner they have up. But the Liberty Bowl is an amazing facility right now, the most underrated concessions in the Mid South, and uh, the remodeled bathrooms, the new bar on the 50-yard line. How was the beer purchase that you got at the Liberty Bowl compared to the one you got at Vault Hemingway? Uh, <laughs> was your beer I colder? Drink, I don't drink a whole lot of beer. Was the beer colder at the Liberty Bowl, or was it colder at Vault Hemingway Stadium? I don't, I don't drink a whole lot of That's beer. That's a trick question, because I don't sell it at Vault Hemingway. But, right. <laughs> uh, how long were you at the, the game? How, they definitely do in the Grove, yeah. How long, how long were you there? Uh, let's see, first quarter, I left mid-third quarter. No, yeah, you were going to half. <laughs> no, that's not true. Or maybe you stayed that's to the third. That's not true. Maybe you stayed to the third. You weren't there very long. You I wish we. You weren't if, even seated. If, we can argue about it all day, but I love the Memphis Tigers. I just, it doesn't there's, sound there's like a couple it. Of lit, little nitpicky things. You want them to get and, a new banner so you're bashing them? 
No, I want them to have a permanent sign saying this is the Memphis Tigers. This is where we play. It's not a banner hanging up. Did like you see the Did you see the video screen though, which is also bigger the than the one? The video screen was and, awesome. I love the end zone too. Let's talk. I'm not trying to get you end talking about some cool. positives about the University of Memphis. That's all I'm trying to do. Like that video screen is bigger and better than the one in Oxford, Mississippi. You're comparing the two. I'm I'm, I'm saying there's no way that you can. You can't compare the Memphis scoreboard to the one in Oxford. It's not comparable. It's so amazing. Yeah, I got you. All right. (laughs) But... but I'm just saying be positive, man. Be positive. It's your city. You live here. Support the Tigers. And if you think of, like, you you think it'd be cool, why don't we get a banner? Then let's get a different banner at the Liberty Bowl. But I don't think that's as big of a deal. I do think... I mean, there are some real criticisms that people should make, which is people at Tiger Lane packing up uh, at game time. And maybe it's because they're just scared their stuff is going to get stolen. I don't know. But people well, there's barbed wire around every fence pe- down there. So people I mean. people packing up uh, uh, to go into the game, and which kind of prevents the party from continuing on um, over entire land. There are some things that can be critiqued and talked about, but I think your idea that you think uh, that people on Hollywood that they can that the that the University of Memphis is in charge of, of making Hollywood look nicer um, is 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 absurd because they oh, that's, they that's have no opinion. control of that. They, That's they have, your opinion. They, what can they do to Hollywood? That's a street, a city street businesses on it. That's just but, like if Jerry the King Lawler went to the ring wearing board shorts. No, it's not. He's Jerry the King Lawler's Memphis, Again, Memphis experience, Tiger Experience football, Tiger Lane. It's it, it could be tweaked and it could look a little better down there. Uh, that's I, what I'm saying. I, I think that's uh, think that's absurd. I, I think that's absurd. But let's go Cut to it out. <laughs> let's let's uh, we're gonna switch gears to Monday Night Raw. Something we could because uh, I have not been watching wrestling at all. Really, I've watched WrestleMania, I think, and maybe I've, I've caught a couple glimpses of what's happening. Who's the champion right now? They don't have a champion. It's what? Very very hard to watch. You know, we talked about last time where somebody was uh, they were a. a Cox Cable, and how funny that I even remember that name. Cox Cable was giving right, uh-huh. refunds for the pay-per-view. They still, they did it again. They still don't have a champion. They, it's, it's very weird. They had an entire pay-per-view two weeks ago. There was nothing that came out of it, so now they have the uh, McMahon storyline with Triple H and Big Show, and I don't know what they're doing. But Monday Night Raw is going to be in Memphis, and you know the King will be there, and there will probably be a big special match after the, the tapings. I know they'll have Monday Night Raw, of course, live three hours, and then they'll tape the main event and all the other little shows that they have throughout the week. Um, I don't think they taped SmackDown on there. There's not a super show this time, but they should have all the superstars out there. It'll be a good time. I'll be there. You coming? Uh, I don't know. I may or may not be at Raw. I'll definitely be watching if I'm not there. Uh, Dustin Starr is joining us at Dustin Starr on Twitter. He joins us the third Saturday of every month. Um, our match is going to happen soon. It's going to be I'm, I'm going to come yes. out. Well, it's going to be me. I don't think I'm going to wrestle, but I'm going to get uh, I'm going to have I'm going to have Tom Three, the Tiger, the Memphis mascot, <laughs> wrestle you. I'll be his manager, and I'll I have him tear the, you limb from limb. Hey, I will pop the strap on Tom Three. And speaking of pop the strap, guess where I was last? Hold on, did you say you were pop the strap? I think on you Tom drop three? the strap is the right. The king, yeah. No, you you pop the strap. You, you pop it off. Boom. I, was, I thought you drop it. Yeah, you could drop it, but I pop it. Boom. Okay. I was at King's Museum last night at Resorts Casino in Tunica. I tweeted out some pictures, and man, if you have not gone, and you are a Memphis wrestling fan, even if even if you just seen like Memphis Heat or something, you if you have any sort of tie to Memphis wrestling and the old school history, you have got to go check out King's Museum. He has all of his robes, all the favorite robes. All the, the uh, pictures that he's drawn over the years that were publicized, I mean, everything is there. They even have flat-screen TV set up showing Jerry Lawler beating various people and winning the Southern Heavyweight Championship. They have the AWA title there. So did this exceed your expectations? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. It blew me away. They even had a big uh, a big throne where we all sat down, of course. We had to get our, get our picture made with the throne. Like, what would you do to Jerry Lawler's throne? And then we got all our pictures. So I'll be posting those. But it was a really, really good... The King uh, is going to be down there up. today, actually. Uh, a friend of the show, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, is down there signing autographs this afternoon, I believe, uh, starting at noon. A uh, funny little story. Last night, we walked up, and we were taking a look at all the stuff, and then we hear this voice go, hey! We turn around, we look, and it was the Grandmaster Sexy, Brian Christopher, walking right up. <laughs> at the casino? At he was just there gambling. He was just gambling and partying, right? <laughs> we, all, we all hung out. He said he's going to be at the autograph session today. I think it actually happens at noon, so in yeah. about 15 minutes. But it was funny to see Brian just kind of telling stories about the old pictures. Like, there's a picture of King in his, his sweater, and it was from the 80s, and it was a pretty bad sweater. He goes, right. man, I, 
I remember that sweater when I was a kid. I hated that sweater. It was just so funny how he was just able to recollect and recall all the different memories that he had, you know, growing up watching his dad perform and do all this cool stuff. All right, so you're saying, okay, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get down there and catch that out and try to get to the autograph session today. Um, if, if you're, you got nothing better to do than go to the casino, I think, and go see, I've got to see Lawler's Museum. It sounds awesome. But it Monday is, is Raw. You're saying there's no champion. Um, who's the general manager and the commissioner right now? Anybody? We well, have yeah, Brad, Brad Maddox and uh, Vicky Guerrero are kind of going going at it back and forth. Oh, that but sounds really, dumb. You have Triple H and Stephanie McMahon running the show, okay. and Vince is is kind of off TV a little bit now. So you have the old corporation, so to speak, but you have Triple H leading it. And I think Big Show knocked him out last week, so there's no telling. I mean, you might even have Vince live at Raw on Monday. All right. Well, maybe we'll we'll talk about it. Um next month with you appreciate you joining us dustin and uh we'll we'll catch up with you soon at a memphis tiger game man i'm gonna have to catch up with you before that kevin oh yeah you're the one who was too scared <laughs> to come in studio because you knew i was challenging you today on memphis football you knew that you, you hey, got me right i've here. got pouncer and tom three on my side and the entire memphis football team i wonder i wonder if grizz will have my back I don't think so. I, think, so. <laughs> I think Grizz will have my back. Well, All right, Grizz likes to wrestle, so you never know. He does like to wrestle. All right, Dustin, thanks for joining us. We will talk to you next month. Thank you, guys. I'm going to tweet out those uh, King Museum pictures. All right, we'll look for them. Please. Follow Dustin on uh, Twitter, at Dustin Star. That's two R's at the end. Uh, he joins us the third Saturday of every month to talk wrestling, a lot of Memphis football uh, talk in there. I mean, he's right to have his own opinion. What's the score of that Memphis game right now? 14-3, and Memphis just fumbled the ball. Holy mackerel. In, we'll take a, in their own territory. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You'll listen to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Sports time with George Lopetis. Now weekdays at 10. Only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to the show. Coming up at noon, Johnny Radio will have all the scores for you, and we'll play Hang Up and Listen where you get your thoughts in about Memphis Madness, the games today, whatever you want to talk about uh, during Hang Up and Listen. Then at 1230, the Maddie Awards from Memphis Madness. We're going to give out awards for Memphis Madness last last night. Uh, best moment, et cetera, et cetera. But each and every week, we are joined uh, by our college football gossip girl, Maria Gray. Hey, Maria. What's up? What up, Maria? Maria Gray. Maria Gray is joining us. Follow her at Maria Gray on Twitter. What uh, did anybody ever spot Johnny Football out last week? I never saw. The only the only place I saw Johnny Football was kicking my team's butt. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a beast. He oh, he's a winner. Man. He's a winner. I think I lost my voice after that game. I mean, it was crazy, back and forth, back and forth. Did you go get a hot toddy after you lost your voice to kind of help it out? <laughs> you I get it? Go drink the hotty toddy. <laughs> Mr. Sweet Tea knows about alcohol, doesn't he? <laughs> I know about uh, Long Island iced tea. You, you got to, oh, you got to be recovered. Another big game today. That's the thing about being in the SEC. You don't have that long to recover your your voice. No, and uh, hopefully my team will pull it out this week. We really, it's a very important game for us to win. So, well, you know, it was very close last uh, week. We almost won that game. Yeah, 
Ole Miss has been some some heartbreakers so far. What uh, what what do you got for gossip for us this week, Maria? Uh, well, for gossip this week, even though Ole Miss lost to Texas A and M, we didn't lose the party. <laughs> and there is a hilarious video of this intoxicated Ole Miss girl telling the world exactly how Ole Miss loves to party, even if it does cause our students to only have a 2.0 GPA. It's a really good atmosphere, but I don't think it'll ever touch one of our home games. My favorite thing about the Grove, hands down, is the alcohol. Um, it's not always free, but it's always there. So, yeah, alcohol, hands down, answer your question. How about that 2.0? How about that 2.0? Well, I'm not going to disclose my GPA from there, but <laughs> I have a pretty good job even with my GPA. So. Hey, 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 understand. You know, sometimes some classes D means degree. Okay, let's break down this video. I this- spent five years down there. This girl was this girl was intoxicated, and like if that was your friend that was acting like that, Maria. Hypothetically, what would you have done? Would you just let her act like that on camera, or do we learn a lesson from this? Or I don't oh, know. I definitely would have let her act like that because I laughed out loud the entire video. Just laughed so hard at at how um, drunk she was and how opinionated she was. She just, I mean, she really let the whole world know exactly how Ole Miss parties. But the only thing that I really didn't understand was when she said that the alcohol was always there, but it wasn't always free. And for <laughs> females down there, I've never encountered a situation where females had to pay for alcohol. So right. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't understand that <laughs> comment. All right, I think we've got some more. Let's hear it. You, to me, it sounds like you don't care that much about school spirit. I love school spirit, but like, let's not get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't have school spirit without... A couple of vodka waters. <laughs> <laughs> I love this girl. <laughs> this is going to be my future girlfriend. She would not have school spirit yeah. without a couple of vodka waters. <laughs> well, the reason that I would have probably let her keep talking is because it would have been me during my college years. That would have been me on the camera like, oh, there's a camera. Give me that microphone. Yeah, she <laughs> like stole the talk. microphone from her friend. Like, what, is the, what is the most popular drink down there in the Grove? I have whiskey, right, of some sort? Anything with whiskey? Yeah, I think all the guys, they normally drink some type of bourbon, whiskey, something like dark liquor. And then, believe it or not, there's a lot of wine in the, wine in the Grove for the girls. So um, I think wine and whiskey are the two main main ones down there. <clears throat> but, you know, there's a lot of girls down there that shoot whiskey just with the guys. What was she drinking, Johnny Radio? Vodka water? Vodka water. That's this, I drink Jack and water. I really think I'm in love. Yeah, you, you know, on it. the whole video, she was the only one that could actually tell anybody what a hottie toddy was. She knew the drink. She knew the ingredients to go into the drink. <laughs> I mean, she's a true Ole Miss girl right there. Uh, we're I ta- think I'm going to have to take her to the Peabody. <laughs> we're talking. She's pretty cute, too. Have you seen it, Johnny Radio? <laughs> have you seen her? She's cute. She's, oh, she's yeah, cute. she is cute. She's 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 she's, she's my type of girl. I mean, she's an old Miss girl. I mean, what? Come on now. Oh, like that's, that's not right. a requirement. Don't you have to like, send your picture? Don't you have to send your picture in, Maria? Yeah, she had to send your picture and <laughs> yeah. your uh, ability to uh, take alcohol. Right, your ACT score only has to be like a sixteen, but if you're really hot, they lower it to like a twelve. No, it's a big game today. I mean, Ole Miss <laughs> is going against LSU. Both teams are pretty good parties places. I mean, LSU they know how to party too. Yeah. LSU fans are probably going to be drunker than Ole Miss fans tonight. Well, I actually have a cousin that goes to LSU, and she texted me saying that she was going to be in the Grove, and we haven't made it down there, so I don't know what she's looking like right now. But she parties pretty hard down there on Bourbon. Well, she's probably so I'm gonna... sure they can party. No, it's called the Magnolia Bowl, right? And they should rename it the Party Bowl, because I do think these are probably the best two party schools in the SEC. Marcus, do you disagree? I would agree with you.